Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics, Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 136. My name is Nick Lowe. Renee. This is Brian. And Adam. And welcome to the show. Woo! Never doubt yourself. I really, always I believe. believe. I always doubt myself. I always doubt myself. <laughs> I, I, I've gotten it wrong so many times. You're fine, dude. Everyone loves you. Oh, that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> ah. Wait, what are we talking about? Ah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What are yeah, we talking, talking about? <laughs> Can you uh, lower the gains on the mic just a little bit? We're a little bit too hot, dude. A little too hot. You're hot. Thanks, dude. Don't say Coming that, dude. I'm a married in. man still. I know. That's what makes it hotter. Still? <laughs> what? That's what makes it better. <laughs> what? He's you're like, I'm t- a married man still. Yeah, yeah I, I am because you- Nick keeps thinking that he's got like, no, he can't, dude. Even like- Andy has set the line. He's, she's like, no. It's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're done. It's no longer a thruple. No. <laughs> it's, it's like the one ring to rule them all. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The one ring <laughs> to drive. Over. Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Nerds, guys. Issue one thirty six. Uh, how's everyone doing? So, oh my, God. my beard's gone. His beard is gone. Woo! <laughs> His beard is gone. So yes, I had a, sir. I had That's one of the funniest things happen to the me. What? What's up? During, what was funny? Uh, uh, yesterday. So I so I spent the entire weekend getting Monica up to speed on The Last of Us. I sat her down. Had her finish all the way up to where we're at. In episode five. Got it. So she watched it, and in the very beginning, she was reprehensive. She was like, ah, I'm not going to like the show, everything like that. By the time we got to the third episode, mind you, I fell asleep because I was tired. Mm-hmm. She stood up the whole time, and I woke up crying. Like, she she like kind of like teared up, and she was like, that was cute. And then- Over she, the third episode? Yeah, the third yeah. episode. And then she looked at it, and she goes, wait, was Brian crying to this? <laughs> and then I go- I like how that's the first idea. And then I go, <laughs> I went, yeah, he did. She goes, what, what <laughs> wow Dude. So that was the first fired. thing that was hilarious yeah. the second thing was the following day when uh yesterday when it, when it came when the new episode came out mm-hmm. i told her oh, i'm gonna i'll go over your house i'm gonna go to the restroom real quick and then i'm gonna leave she was okay i went to the restroom and as i'm taking it as i'm dumping out uh she then she then i can then hear her from the other room going babe babe the new episode of The Last of Us just came out. Do you want to watch it? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what <laughs> This is what I've been hoping will happen. Yeah. And then by the time the episode six ended, she was like, I can't believe you got me into this show. I'm sucked in. I'm so in. And so now she is a Last of Us fan. She did not know it was a video game. So the funny thing about well, it is that yeah. this is the know. first show that Andy has actually like really because it, it wasn't a hard sell for her given that she's seen the yeah. first intro scene for the last of us mm-hmm. but she loves it now it's like yeah. you don't even have to ask her to like watch she'll be like she's like monica at this point 
Yeah. Same thing My- with Mandy. She 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 doesn't love the show because I know she doesn't have like a passion for it, but we'll watch it, and mm-hmm. I think she watches it. Because she knows I like it, but we will be on the phone and then we'll just sync up and just play it over the phone while we're Monica, watching it. Yeah, Monica likes it because of its it's really good storytelling. Yeah. Like she likes the idea because she she's a very anxious person in general. Mm-hmm. So it's she likes the idea that it's like, oh yeah, they have like action, but it's not a zombie movie. It's not The Walking Dead. She said The Walking Dead was just too much. Like it was just every single yeah, day. Just zombie, just zombie, 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 zombie. The Walking Dead had a weird kind of like vibe. When you watch it, you know, it's, it feels like you're watching the same episode. It's kind a of. Gore fest show. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it turned into a gore fest. Yeah. And she, that, that was one reason why she didn't really like, because she doesn't really like gore all that much. She likes this one because it's more character based. It's more, mm. we're going to spend time with a set character, with set characters. Yeah. Even if we don't know who these characters are, we're going to spend time with them because she even said, she was like, oh yeah, like Bill and Frank are my two favorite characters. Yeah. Just straight out, she went. Those are my two favorite characters in the entire show. She goes, I know they're not coming back, but that, that was, was my that was my favorite episode. She goes, that is my favorite episode. In I have the a question. So yeah, I have a question. Why do people feel the need to judge others for crying in this show? Because you cry for no, everything. no, no, no. no, no. no. I'm gonna say this. I don't think it's judge others. It's just not judging towards you. I think because we've all known. How how you get? No, this isn't just about me. Okay, it kind of is about me. But here's my question, okay? Because the third episode, right, with Bill and Ted, Mm -hmm. or not Bill and Ted? Excuse me, uh, Bill and Frank. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. That would be a new take on Bill and Ted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, they're excellent adventure. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, did you cry at any of the episodes? No. Are you my god? Yeah, he's a cold person. How, dude? We watched it with my sister-in-law Andy and I, right? And we both we both cried. Andy and I both cried. And then Jess was like, "Oh, did you?" cry brian i'm like yeah dude that's such a touching story she's like i didn't really i'm like dude what the heck man i mean i i got emotional towards the end of yeah. the third episode it was a beautiful yeah, was story yeah. and then the fifth episode yeah. spoiler i don't want to spoil anything I got cho- but i got choked up dude it's hard that's, that's why they don't show certain things yeah, yeah. in shows and tv that's the only shows and movies uh time the fifth episode is where i was like genuinely upset yeah. Like, I was just mad mm-hmm. over that ending. She Other than that, I was like, okay. That was know. another thing, too, because she was so excited because she heard she can, she can heard uh, Joel and them, and she was like, oh, man, it's going to be so cool having having Sam and Henry joining the group. I thought so, too. Yes, hope. yes, yes. <laughs> joining the group. It's going to be great. And That's then all, and then, in the gang, too. Yeah, and then she's <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like, they're going to they're gonna help you out. I really like Sam. It's going to be great. And then as soon as it gets to the scene where Sam's where Sam is bitten, she's like, well, her blood's gonna help him, right? And then There's I'm like, hope, and then I was just quiet yeah. again. I, false hope. Yeah. I was just quiet and grinning. And then she goes, "It's gonna help, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine." No, I already <laughs> he'll be like. Fine. I think fine. it gives you that idea, that <laughs> illusion of like. <laughs> it gives you that like, illusion like, of classy. hope. But it's such like I mean to me like I get it. If you don't cry, fine. But like, don't judge others for crying. Dude. No, no, I got why it's so no, don't know me. No, because <laughs> Monica saw how you acted after we watched Ant yeah. Man and the Wasp. That's okay, true. that's a different story. No, we'll, no, get no. No. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Now she's seen it twice. Dude, it's called analytics, man. I'm just trying to dissect what I just saw. What do you want me to do? No, it's just it's funny because I mean Mandy's used to it by now. How how you get like she saw. I think the first time, the first time you acted like you needed time was Spider-Man No Way Home. And she didn't understand it at the time. And I I had to sit her aside. I go, the thing is that 
Brian's a huge Spider-Man fan, so like <laughs> he had to really take it all in, and he had like all the Spider-Mans from his life. Give him a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just, just leave him alone. Just don't. don't we'll don't get into that story. We'll get into that story when we talk about Ant-Man, yeah. right? Because him. Andy gave me a uh, a play-by-play of what happened. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like. In my thoughts no, in the for like, too. You were just like five nervous. to ten minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. He hit me in the middle of the movie theater, and he goes, <laughs> and then I, I leaned over, and I just see you. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey Brian, what do you think? <laughs> I'll, like, I'll tell you why. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you why once the show starts, okay? But speaking about this, yeah. right? About people judging and stuff like that, right? Because <laughs> I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Guys, I have a new goal. What's that? I have a new goal. Okay. It's going to last for a month. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this, this is what I want you to oh achieve, too. This is what I want you to achieve, too, Adam. I want, I want hate from the community, right? That we exist. Mm-hmm. But hate that it creates actual, thoughtful hate messages. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a well-thought-up hate message that really makes you think you have to think about you want a well thought death threat yes that's what i want he wants a death threat that put into time and like this he wants to go like whoa like, this, this guy's that ripples time. out to every single time yes. yeah, like this, guy, this, guy, <laughs> this guy put a lot of time and effort he he wrote a story on how he was gonna murder me yeah yeah now, <laughs> the only reason why you didn't see this why don't you check the chat dude that's why we have it yeah, for what yeah. to so mess to talk to so, message so this conversations brought up to a video i saw on tiktok and i sent it in the group chat brian loved it so really quick uh good mythical morning runs a podcast i don't know what their podcast is called actually uh so they have like a bunch of they have ear biscuits they, mm-hmm. they have a bunch of them so i want to work for them so they have a segment on their podcast that they specifically read hateful comments and mm-hmm. it's read to rent and link and then they they basically judge on how great or how good this comment was. I'll play it right here on the audio right here. Oh, I f***ing hate your stupid show. It's stupid. Seriously, I cannot wait for it to go to just like that Ray William Johnson equals three. And next time you do a video on eating, maybe try not stuffing the microphone down the tube throats, making everyone listen to the sound of chewing. Instead of good mythical morning, you should call it four-eyed virgin with a Tobey Maguire chin and a tall with a Marshall Erickson body. Please end your show. It's dumb as What the f- is the mission statement anyway? Any point to the f- show? Please do everyone a favor and stay in YouTube Red where f- wannabe actors go to die. I, I think that was rather constructive. <laughs> There's a lot to think about there. F- you. I- that was it. <laughs> and the whole time, it, it the camera pans to Rent and Link and they're like... <laughs> I'm like... Oh, <laughs> dude! Yeah, imagine getting that in the comment section, like a well thought <laughs> up hate message. I want a hate mess. I want a hate mail, dude. That's don't funny. you? Yeah. Like after that, that's the goal. I feel like that's another goal after. Lewis, you know. give me hate mail. <laughs> you're in the shower right now, right? No, you're in the shower. You need to think about this. Tell us what you think. Actually, and you know what? I want yeah. a full two paragraph mission, like <laughs> My like comment. But first right? of all, rinse that part off. Okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you missed a spot. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what you guys need. <laughs> you guys, that's the goal. To get hate Let's see who gets Jeez. it first. Our real addiction or keeping up with the nerds. Oh, all right, whoever, wow. First person to get a death threat wins. Yeah. yeah. Woo! 
as long as we don't get doxxed. And you can't like. In, you like, can't force it. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you can't enforce. So don't say anything controversial. Guys, that I someone's need you to... automatically gonna be like, you know, <laughs> like, right. Right. it has to come naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the true. video, though. Don't dislike yeah. it. Don't dislike our videos. Yeah, it helps us out if you like it. Thanks. Talk about my weight. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I, can, I can take it. I can take it. I'll be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god alright so you know what we, let's move on I think yeah. I think this topic is done we've got a very very large podcast today uh, because we only have one topic to talk about today yeah. actually I'd say it's ant sized get out podcast is <laughs> ant sized oh my god dude I swear I swear Adam we brought you on for you a brought reason. him on I do. we brought him on we just like had that, to say huh? yes <laughs> right, right now he's like Canada <laughs> Everybody loves the Canadians. Yeah. No, one, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. We allow you to exist. Their what money, <laughs> their money is called a toolie. A toolie. Yeah. Your what? milk's in bags. The more Canadian audience <laughs> in America, a yeah. toolie is the a gun. These hosers <laughs> are talking crap about us, eh? <laughs> oh, hey. hey. They talked about our money. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. We should send them an apology. Yeah. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. You went Canadian to like East LA. Yeah. It's a Mexican Canadian. Oh my gosh. No. Paisa hoser. Oh. You never heard of a paisa hoser? Yeah. A paisa hoser. <laughs> We should send him a case of beer. <laughs> Eight. Oh my god! Uh, what was it? It's a. It's the. Um, what was it? The. Oh god, the ice. The the ice shaver. Uh, What's it called? Los, para los palos? No, 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 no. For uh, for ice rinks. What's it called? Oh, um, a Zamboni or Zamboni. whatever. Oh, a Zamboni on hydraulics. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my god! You guys don't have those? Zamboni? That's where the hate mail's coming from. Canada. Canada. Let's go, dude. If we get Canadian hate mail, that's what we want. That's an achievement on its own. I'm sorry, hate. Like, don't disrespect Yo, your podcast is not that good, eh? Also, I'm sorry for being so mean. When you come to Canada. I don't know. When you come to Canada. Tim Hortons, eh? Tim Hortons. She's going to add Tim Hortons to oh She's out of nowhere. She's out of nowhere. Just Tim Hortons. Oh, my God. All right. I'm sweating now. There it is. Yes, we got we to talk about the main topic. Yeah. Why are people listening to us? And why is Adam here? Why? We just lost sudden? Canadian listeners right fine, now. Yes. No, we actually got more of them, right? That's what ended up happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they talked about They talked about. You sound like an East LA Canadian. That's what you're trying to get. (laughs) Why do we have Adam on the show? Well, here's the deal. The Ant-Man movie is way too big to talk about. If we talk about every aspect of the Ant-Man movie, it's going to take like two and a half hours to do this. So this is a crossover episode. Adam's joining us here from his podcast, Our Real Addiction, which you can catch on uh, on YouTube tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow on Thursday, if you guys are watching this. Wednesday when it comes out here on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, So we here at Keeping Up With The Nerds are going to talk about the impact the movie had in the greater MCU, as well as like some small, you know, little bits of reviews of what we think about the movie. That's about it. If you guys want to listen to some other stuff, our real addiction is going to handle. Uh, Really the difference between why there is a split between the critics and the fans. 
And where's the middle ground, really? Perfect. So two different topics to talk about. So if you guys want to listen about, you know, the impact the Ant-Man movie had in the MCU, stay tuned to Keeping Up With The Nerds here in this issue. If you guys want to know about our thoughts in terms of that sort of stuff, critics versus audience score, our real addiction, you guys can catch them Thursdays at 11 or 12 is when you guys post 11 a.m. 11 a.m. here on YouTube and wherever you guys get your podcasts. But before... We get into the Ant Man stuff. Let's talk a little bit about comic strips, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be very short, very small, ant sized, and it's gonna be yeah, ant sized. <laughs> That's ant sized, <laughs> um, and it's going to be MCU related. Mm-hmm. So, you Renee sent me some information. Yeah. Oh no, not that a, one, but the other. Yeah. Oh the other, yeah no 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 that one's for yeah, us. That one's that one's Whoa, a private. That one's yeah. us. Incognito mode, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know about private that one, right? tab. <laughs> Nick private doesn't tab. know because he doesn't check the message, but you know. Uh, oh, okay, well, check we'll your message. Yeah. Check your messages later. You don't worry about it, Nick. Yeah. Okay, don't worry about it, dude. I'll check my messages. It, it's too late, dude. We deleted it on the <laughs> Discord. <laughs> you didn't. You don't know that. I'll go back and delete it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Now I want to know what it is. <laughs> this is unfair. My phone's over there. <laughs> oh, it sucks. My phone's over there. Uh, my phone's right here. <laughs> Pull it up for me. Let me see. No, it's okay. Anyways, <laughs> you pulled up the information. Yes, I did. Yeah. That Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. This is a rumor. It's a rumor within the Marvel Studios. Yeah, no other outlet has really posted about this besides Comic Book, Comic Book dot com, I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Comic Book Movie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Comic Book Movie. Yeah. So, what is this rumor? Basically, this rumor is that word around the water cooler at Marvel Studios is that Spider-Man is possibly the next main focus in the Avengers storyline. Don't say. Yeah. Wow. I mean, with all your main Avengers gone, and then with the new character is not getting any spotlight yet. Spider-Man's the only logical option. He's the more resonated character so far in Phase 5. I have to agree with that. I yeah. thought that originally they were going to make it where he was like a ground-level hero. Mm. I thought that was going to be the original idea because mm-hmm. he was supposed to be partnered up with Matt Murdock. Well, yeah. he could still technically... He could still technically be a well, neighborhood they, hero. I think even Kevin Feige said that they do have stories that they're working on for Spider-Man right well, now. They're just, well, they just announced the fourth is uh, yeah. in production. Or, well, it's mm-hmm. being written. Yeah. Or it's finished. One mm-hmm. of the two. But, yeah. But I think the biggest thing, though, too, is, is like, how do you not have Spider-Man attached to the Avengers films? That's, that's the, the biggest thing. Yeah, that's, that's your character that's yeah. going to grab people in the seats. Until we see Returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I because you heard because I heard a rumor. You also heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. So I yeah, you heard a rumor. Then rumor. I heard a, a another rumor. I didn't hear this. Goes the opposite direction. That goes the opposite direction. Because I heard you know that what they got. Talking about? Well, he was kind of briefly mentioning. Oh, okay. It. You I, know what a rumor? Okay. So what rumor I, is it? So the rumor <laughs> that I got from a couple of people was that Downey Jr. is going to be in Armor Wars and Secret Wars. I heard there's a cameo in Armor Wars. I did hear that actually. I heard that he was an AI. Yeah, that he's he, he's, yeah, and it wasn't yeah that that was not essentially be his small his small cameo in the film. I don't know how I feel about that. So like what's the rumor be, you he heard? Be his so the rumor I heard is that a Marvel executive has said that they are that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is no longer on the table. So yours is from a Marvel executive. Mm-hmm. Yours are from people. Would well, have to be somebody. Trust who's your, who's somebody your who sources? knows. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously. This is leaked to the internet, so it'd have to be somebody who, who's in that area. Who'd you who speak knows to? that? Who'd you speak to? Stan. Stan. Stan Lee himself. Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Ouija board. Ouija board. Stan. 
What's going on? <laughs> and then Talk he, to and, me, Stan. And then it went E X. Not Excelsior, Stan. Not Excelsior. <laughs> no, I know that one. <laughs> and it's like Iron Man comic at your face. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's who he spoke to. Is yeah, this Stan mean that Robert Downey Jr. is coming back? I think. God damn it! <laughs> I think with Renee's with Renee's story, that could just be a marketing ploy because of the fact that Downey got leaked. Well. Could be. It could so, be them backpedaling. So yeah. the reason as to why Renee's is an easy, easy, believable sell is because you need a face front facing superhero. Like you yeah. need the the cover boy. Yeah. Right? And Iron the Spider Man one, the Spider Man one makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. Spider Man is one Marvel's biggest selling superhero. But Iron Man, by the time Armor Wars comes out, you just have a small little cameo of Iron of Tony Stark talking to Rhodey. And it's kind of like an AI that he set up for Rhodey. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. No, that would make sense. <clears throat> not, that only, would... not only that, but then if you then had Downey Jr. show up in Secret Wars, that also makes sense. It does. So, hang on. Before we dissect it, the Robert and, Downey Jr. And stuff. And that's 2025, so that would be in two years. That would be. But before we dissect well, the Robert Secret Downey Wars Jr. Wars get pushed stuff. back to 2026? Secret Wars? Yeah. No, it's coming out now. No, 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 Secret Wars is this year. Oh, Secret no, Invasion. Se yeah, Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion yeah. is this year. Secret yeah. Wars is different, yeah. I yeah. think Secret Wars got pushed back, though. Did it? I thought it was 2025. I think it got pushed back to May of 26. So, okay. I want to go, before we talk the Robert Jr. Downey yeah. stuff, okay? Because that that's, if he comes back, he's, there's no reason he shouldn't come back. It's obvious that, yeah, exactly, the it's money. The right? Again, it's another culmination. Exactly. It's, it's, it's big money. Yeah, it's so big money. It's Secret easy money Avenge, for them. Uh, Secret Wars will come out um, mm -hmm. May 1st, 2026. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, so 2026. King, King Dynasty will, has been announced to come out in May 2nd, 2025. Okay. It's a so smart exactly move. A smart move. Yeah. yeah. Well, because okay. that would catch us up to the Marvel timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I say that Spider-Man being the cover boy of Phase 5 is because he's Marvel's biggest selling superhero. To your point, hey, he is. I thought they were going to ground him down. I thought he was going to be the neighborhood Spider-Man, the friendly neighborhood, right? Why can't he be both? Robert Downey Jr. technically was both. He wasn't an Avengers-level superhero for the first, like, couple movies. He was just a philanthropist billionaire who was trying to figure, or not even billionaire, trillionaire, or whatever you want to call it, right? He was the guy that was trying to fix the fact that his company sold weapons. And then as the story progressed, he then became essentially a leader of the Avengers. Well, he, a lot of a lot of his movies are dealing with his own mistakes and yeah. trusting the yeah. wrong people. Yeah, it's a lot of that's a lot of the Iron Man movies, but for uh, Spider Man, I wouldn't mind. What I want to see is I want to see Spider Man get older. I want to see Spider Man go to college. I want to see Spider Man be happy. Mm -hmm. Spider Man becoming his own hero, taking the lessons that he learned from Iron Man, Captain America, all these other people that kind that you know mentored him and being the you know one of the best heroes in the world but you're <clears throat> okay of it. so totally agree but how many times do we get that in the comic books in six and that's the problem exactly <laughs> it does it it does not work so renee and i've it, had this conversation know, but, multiple so do, times but do it in the movies then i think he'll do, do all that except him be happy if you make him happy you can't sell the books yeah and so... Why not? That's why. They'll do everything in the movies except make him happy. Mm -hmm. But why not? Spider-Man deserves to be happy. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. But Peter he's Parker not. deserves to be happy. But then how do you make a story out of it? Him Suddenly trying boring. To protect, him trying to protect his happiness. Or him okay. trying to protect the things that he cares about. There are other ways in which you can do this. I don't disagree with you. But for the time being in the MCU, right, he has to build himself up because he's starting back at nothing. He has his tiny apartment. 
right? He has to make his costume by hand and he's trying to do right and put himself back out there after everything that happened in No Way Home, right? So yeah, he has to build himself up and he has what? He has three years to do so yeah. with another movie and maybe a couple cameos here and there. And who's to say that Marvel doesn't have any projects in the works where they have to do, where they include Spider-Man a little bit here and there and build the story up in well, the background? That's the other thing though, is that I want to know what happened to Stark Tech after because from what it sounded like at the end of no way home it sounded like stark <clears throat> industries was dissolved yeah more than under investigation it was, it was yeah. under investigation yeah. but the thing is that if they don't have a spider-man well we'll probably figure that out more in armor wars no Definitely. peter parker no no spider-man then it, everything should be fine because mm -hmm. there's no no problems so the armor wars part mm -hmm. that i didn't think about yeah, because we'll he's, yeah about tony's company and what where which is at. now a movie yeah well, yeah because Rody, it's supposed to be Rody and um Riri. Riri, Riri mm -hmm. williams trying to get all of tony's armors that have been distributed out it's basically yeah. them trying to get all these weapons of mass destruction and reclaim all of them yeah, yeah. basically because like you said everything's been dissolved it only makes sense mm -hmm. and it makes even more sense that you cameo robert downey jr in armor wars in some way shape or form mm -hmm. yeah because that's it, it's it not only that but also or have a flashback you can always have like riri williams in the in the crowd the day that he made the um was it the barf presentation mm -hmm. over at yeah. mit you can you can do a couple of different things you can and who's to say that an actor because that's the thing is that he hasn't said Robert Downey Jr. hasn't said he wants to stop playing Iron Man. He hasn't like gone out there and been like, "This is it. This is done. It's over with." Right? The one person who did and is coming back mm -hmm. is Wolverine. Oh yeah. Well, that was different though. I wouldn't. Robert Downey Jr. had that conversation with Joe Rogan, where what? they asked him if he was done, and he said, "Well, we'll see." Exactly. You the know? door's always open. Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris yeah, Evans is back though. Yeah, As he what? has uh, he has his own project mm -hmm. that's separate from Captain America Four. What? That he's going to be doing as Captain America. A lot of people are thinking it's the Stone storyline. Up to? Yeah. Well, him returning them. Mm. Yeah, it's up to. Oh, up to? That's what it's called. Yeah. You oh. Because he has this, He's going to take his house and he's going to stop, play. dude. <laughs> over the head. Over the head. This old man that one cat. floated literally right over his head. Yeah. <laughs> He's just dropping the stones. Yeah. <laughs> up was just up yeah. was the storyline we didn't see at yeah. the end of Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> it's just him and Sam just dropping off stones <laughs> in a flag. <laughs> Dude, he's so proud of that joke. He is. The he thing is. is, it wasn't even that good of a joke. It's oh, just a solid thing. joke. It made you laugh. It made you laugh. I'm laughing because of your reaction. It was great. It was uh, perfect. <laughs> What's the, who, I forget his name. Oh, my God. Uh, the actor plays Wolverine. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman said that he was done with Lo, uh, being Logan and Wolverine after Logan. Well, he was done with it because he had talked to... Oh, who was it? Because even Sir Patrick Stewart said he was done. Sir Patrick Man, he's Stewart on standby right now. He's been told to stand by. Yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart's on standby, standby. But I know that he had talked to somebody about, you know, why did you leave a specific project and they go well you should always end on top and then he goes that's a good point so he, they then went okay cool we're gonna ha we're gonna finish wolverine storyline off with Lo with logan because even this one is pre logan yeah mm -hmm. which one deadpool, this, deadpool 3. 3 is supposed to take place it, it, their wolverine is from a, either an 
a different universe Wolverine or different universe Logan, or it's supposed to take place pre uh, Logan. I think it's different universe Logan. <laughs> it only makes sense to do that. No. Yeah. Because you don't want to mess up that storyline that they built so well, especially with watching Logan and seeing everything that he's gone through and the reason why he's trying to save X-23. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense. Yeah. But so. again, it's, it's these rumors are believable. Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man one is more believable, I think, than the Robert Downey Jr. one. But the Robert Downey Jr. one is still it's as, plausible. It's plausible mm-hmm. because the door is open. Yeah, the door is always open. And who's to say that he's not wet, like excited to just come back and maybe pop in for 10 seconds as a voice and then be like, done. Mm-hmm. Here's my million dollar paycheck. I'm out of here. Yeah. I, mean, I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Bettany used to say it was like two hours of work to do all of his Jarvis lines. Yeah. And that was it. Two hours for a million dollars. Yeah. Who says no? Ah, of course no. not. <laughs> Easy money right there. So that's about it. Uh, any other things before we move on? No. That was it? No. That was it? No. Oh, did you hear also about uh, apparently phase 10 is the conclusion of the MCU with phase Galactus? 10. Phase 10? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Like, where are you getting this where, from? Where that, was getting that was on Twitter. That was on Twitter. Twitter's a... With Galactus? But a lot of things... But a, there's a lot of people on Twitter who've they, gotten they, leaks right. Yeah, they've gotten leaks Twitter, right Twitter. Twitter's pretty sourceable when hey, it comes look, to... Hey, look. Look, okay? We've theorized God Doom for the past, like, couple months, okay? Yeah. So if it comes out... But apparently... Like four or five years. But apparently that's not right. a... That's not in the works. Shut your mouth. Doom? Yeah. God yeah. Doom? Yeah. How's God Doom not in the works? That dude? apparently it's still going to be Kane. It's gonna, sorry, Feige's King. Dude, Kevin, you. look, look. Slowly, little by little, I'm agreeing with Renee. <laughs> I kind of want Kevin Feige out of that seat already. I after coming out of Ant Man, I was like, I'm inching with Renee just a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready to pull that trigger. And if their news comes out that God Doom is not in the works, pull them. Pull him out. No, because for secret, because Secret Wars is primarily a Doom storyline. It's a God yeah. Doom storyline. Yeah. It's a God Doom storyline. How are you going to do Secret Wars properly without Doom? Then don't say Kang, because Kang was not. Did you read the Secret Wars comic book? I haven't yet, but that's that's apparently what's going on. No, is that it? No, I'm not I saying. Did. Okay, obviously you're saying no, but apparently it's going to be Kang in Secret Wars. Read as well. Secret Wars. I will. Okay, read Secret Wars and Dang. tell me how is Kang it? is going to work in that storyline. It doesn't work. Doesn't I mean? I mean, no, they, no you, they could with the whole after credits in this at the end of Ant Man. I'm I disappointed can see in all you guys. Well, There's a lot, but again, Marvel could be putting this stuff out just to throw everybody off. That's true. So yeah, people are surprised Fine. because they're. I, mean, what, no, so I want we, Brian to accept that it was Dr. originally Doom's supposed to be what Serpent Society yeah. that we yeah. never got. Well, that, that was yeah the first Civil War, right? <laughs> you live in and reality then, yeah. where that yeah. Doctor Doom's not going to happen. Dude, accept you, it. You need this is the timeline, man. This is the timeline. <laughs> Dang. Well, also, you can't you can't have Fantastic Four without Doom. Yes, but accept it. No. Okay, if Fantastic Four comes out. And Victor Von Doom Doom's dies, in, but he's not in the like god level of like that's villain. fine. He's but if just, you kill him off in that movie, doesn't need to be at that point though. If you kill him off in that movie and he's donezo, that's it. No more. That's it. I'm done. Hey, <laughs> Kevin Feige, get out of here now. No. So you're off. Like, you don't even years? know when Andy said okay to me. Doctor Doom looks dumb because he looks like a metallic Robin Hood. I got up oh, so crap. fast and I was just like, listen, you don't disrespect Doctor Doom. She's not wrong. Why do you why do you want to instigate me, dude? Why do you want to cause problems? I, I got a question. Are you you're ready for Kevin Feige to skedaddle on Marvel? So definitely. 
We you can, think so? Yeah. Mm. I want him to. But. Because of the last two years? No. No, just in I, general. That too. So, <laughs> so I feel like I feel like he doesn't he like I feel like everyone just says yes to him and no one wants to question his That's Renee's his ideas. Yeah. This is all Renee, okay? Yeah. I look, I'm still on the Kevin yeah. Feige. Yeah. I'm a Me I'm, too. I'm, I'm a Feige stand. I'm a Feige stand. He has to fumble an Avengers film for me. Which one? <laughs> Ultron. Oh, that's true. That's well, that was Joss Whedon. But that's not even Feige a not bad there? film, though. Look, it was Joss Whedon. Okay? You, you try there? talking to Joss that's, Whedon. That's, that film's not bad, though. That's that's still a pretty good, solid no, film. They, they told him, they told Joss Whedon that like you have to put Thor in a well to find out the Infinity Stones, or you're not going to have your Hawkeye house scene. The Hawkeye what? The, the Hawkeye house scene. Because he, he was really fighting uh, mm-hmm. Whedon on what scenes were going to be in the movie. And then they shoehorned a couple of scenes into yeah. uh, Age of Ultron. That's why there's a couple of scenes that are just weird. By the time the second movie came out, they want the Avengers to already be acknowledged the Infinity Stones. Oh, I but see. That makes sense. Yeah. No, don't get no, me wrong. Yeah, but it there makes could have been a, I mean, there could have been a better way to do it, but I didn't like that they held a scene hostage against Josh Whedon. I mean, in all fairness. At the time. Well, I mean, in, in all, all fairness. fairness Josh Whedon. Yeah. Josh yeah. Whedon's done worse. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't hostage. want to bring back Firefly because people canceled it after the first season. Mm, I don't want to bring it back. No. I was going to talk about, you know, the stuff on Buffy, but I mean, that, that's oh, fine. Yeah. And what he did to Justice League. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. And Ray Fisher stuff. I mean, that's the, that's, that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Those are the little things, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Totally makes sense. We don't sense. talk about those. Wow, that's messed up, Brian. Those are little things to you? Jeez. <laughs> See, this is how I get canceled Monsters. on Twitter right there. This, Look, is, the Renee, Renee this is the hate. Renee is Because you also want Kevin Feige out? No. I think he has to fumble... An Avengers movie. Yeah. So... Legitimately. Because so, he didn't... Le- okay, whether you think that, he didn't fumble Age of Ultron. So... Age of Ultron... Of the Avengers movies, Age of Ultron is the weakest. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Now... With that said, we have to get to the topic of Ant-Man, okay? Yes. Before we get into our thoughts and review of the movie itself, okay, I want to get into the accuracies and the story that helped build Quantumania, right? Yeah. So for the entirety of Phase 4, we got no real big tease besides the things that we saw in Loki. Loki was the main connector to this. If you, if yeah. you really wanted the to only- figure out what was going on... Ant, the only two things you really needed to watch was Ant-Man and Loki. You were fine. That, eh, yeah, no really Way Home, kind of? No. Really. It, it opened the idea of the multiverse theory a lot more than Loki did. Because Loki was more along the lines of like the TBA and how the timelines work. But they were talking about branch timelines and about all these other invariants yeah. and everything else inside of Loki. So... And not only that, but also they're using exactly the same circular timeline, you know, graphs. Yeah. Spider-Man was one story. Loki kind of branched everything together. And I would not say that. What I would say is Loki was the paper and No Way Home was the visual aid that no. helped. Like, yeah. I think, I think, I think if, you, if you never you. watched Spider-Man, you. if you didn't watch Spider-Man, you, went into this movie, you were fine. Well, there's yeah. No, yeah. There's no, there, there was nothing in this movie that connected it directly to Spider-Man. Okay. And there was nothing in Spider-Man that directly went, well, Are that you makes saying sense. that Spider-Man caused the multiverse? No, that Spider-Man showed you what messing with the multiverse does. Because in Loki, okay. 
Loki didn't show any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Loki was more along the lines of like, this is the multi versus the universe that we see now. Yeah. This is the idea of the multiverse. And if it goes this far off, yeah. it causes havoc. And then we have to come in and erase that entire timeline. And then everything's back to normal. And it wasn't until the end that you see the timeline, the stream mm -hmm. and the consequence of basically who was it? The, the, the King that existed there. King, he the who remains. Mm -hmm. No, he, he was, remains. wasn't he the, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he who he remains. remains when he ends Loki. up dying, mm -hmm. everything starts to split up. So you see, the idea of the destruction of what happens when something goes wrong mm -hmm. in no way home the actual action happens in a timeline mm -hmm. and you see the consequences unfold mm -hmm. so that's why no way home is essentially an essential part of this whole multiverse thing you might not believe it but tell me why then like why no, is it why is it not the reason why i'm saying it's not is because it doesn't directly it doesn't directly connect to kang it doesn't directly connect. Yeah, to you me. can still understand what's I can understand, what's happening without I can, it. Yeah, I can ex I can understand what's going on with Kang and everything else if I just watch Loki. If I just go through all of that because at the end of Loki he specifically says my you're going to be meeting my variants. Mm -hmm. That's what's coming next is my variants and they're going to be destroying okay. and they're going to be attacking. By the time you get to the end of Ant-Man spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, this entire podcast is going to spoil Ant-Man by yeah, the way. But so, the thing is yeah. that by the end of it even Scott Lang is going Wait a minute. He said if I, if if he didn't win, his variants were going to be coming and killing everybody. Exactly. And he was making the same threat that he he who remains made. He never. They never are saying. They never said Peter Parker. They never said that there was an incursion that happened. They're mm -hmm. never saying anything about. They briefly somebody. mentioned when they said that the Avengers have started touching the multiverse towards the at the end credit scene. They said that the Avenger that was Loki, right? No, Loki. no, that was yeah. Kang. But the thing is that they're saying that the Avengers touched it. That's going back to Endgame. Yeah. Because they didn't go to our universe's timelines. They went to other universes to grab their Infinity Stones other and then put them back. Because they said that you don't go to your timeline. It's a brand new timeline that you're going to that then branches off. So, so hang your hang past don't, don't, becomes your future. I just, I just had an idea because the origin of Kang has always had to revolve around Captain America. Um, that's the reason why Kang exists is because what Captain America has done in the past, he messed with the timeline. What if the connection for Kang is Captain America going back into the timelines and putting back the Infinity Stones? But he had to to, to That's the clip, thing. clip yeah. the branches. But what if that is the reason why we have Kangs now? So, or why Kang is going after different timelines? Explain that like Captain that. America Kang relationship well, for people in, that might well, not know. In the Golden Age of comic books, you have the reason why Kang goes after the Avengers is because solely because of Captain America. He's a man out of lost in time. Yeah. So. It could, I think, in the storylines that he, because from going from 1940s into the present time, he messed with the timeline essentially. I, I don't think that was supposed to happen, and it, and it happened in our timeline in the six six one six universe, mm -hmm. and that's why we have Kang. Kang tries to go back because, if from that, branched out a different timeline that Kang's universe died and stuff like that, or his planet died or something like that, mm -hmm. and that's why Kang's into our universe and trying to stop Captain America from the amount existing. of times that he keeps coming so back is creating do, another Kang. They could they could yeah. do that too where with Steve Rogers in Endgame at the end of Endgame if he, he's causing rifts by going back in time and trying or staying to, back in time or staying back in time. He wasn't supposed to stay. Ooh. He wasn't supposed to stay with that uh, is Peggy. actually interesting. Yeah. That would be great. That would be a cool because little, now it circles back to the comics. That's the thing. Yeah, that's good. That'd be interesting. 
And that's what and Kang brings Captain America. I completely America forgot back. about that, yeah. Because that's one of the reasons why Kang is so important or Captain America is so important to Kang is because he messed with the timeline. Or his timeline, essentially. Interesting. From pure existing. The thought comes in of did we does, does, did Endgame ever show <clears throat> at what points the Avengers stole the Infinity Stones from? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they stole one from the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. They then stole... Well, they stole two from the Battle of New York. No, the mm-hmm. Tesseract doesn't leave with them. Oh, yeah, but they steal the Time Stone, too. They do steal yeah. the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. And the Scepter. And they also steal the Mind Stone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they steal two from the from the Battle of New York. Then yeah. they also steal uh, two from... 2014. 2014. Because mm-hmm. it was the Space Stone, and then also it was the... Uh, what was it? The Power Stone. Power Stone, Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Or no, 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 the Soul Stone and the and the Power Stone. Was it the Soul Stone? Yeah, because Thor goes to 2013 for the Reality Stone. Yeah. yeah. So they they show where they're where they're going inside of it because they say that oh yeah if we pick the right dates there's three there's three or four yeah. Infinity Stones in New York at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're trying to get them all in one place so they have to. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. It's actually a good point that Renee was bringing up. I I didn't think about that. That's interesting. So, going into the movie, right? So, this movie was supposed to introduce the idea of the quantum realm, where it's supposed to be at. It fully introduces us to the big bad of the next part of the the MCU, right? We had our Thanos. Now, Kang is supposed to be this big bad that's supposed to replace Thanos, right? We already knew about this guy existing in phase four, right? right? In terms of that... Did the movie do its job in setting up the multiverse and the threat that it's going to have in the MCU? It, okay. I would I would say that the, the movie had the, the movie had a lot of flaws. There was a lot of things that weren't as good inside of this one, or didn't make it as fun as the other Ant Man movies. Mm-hmm. But I do have to admit, the one thing that they did get right was Kang the Conqueror as a big bad, as somebody who you're kind of afraid of you're kind of like oh man if this guy keeps showing up yeah and still somehow held back with him yeah and held back with him he's gonna be he he's gonna be pretty hard to take out especially with it an infinite amount of them of every single time i smashed one 10 more come up, come back from him uh from seeing you know the whole council and everything else so they really did introduce kang really well the adventure into the multiverse. We were talking about it in in uh, the podcast room earlier when we were shooting this skit. There was some inconsistencies. There were some things where you were just kind of like, I guess, I guess they'll we'll, we'll go with it because they were talking about, oh yeah, time time works differently inside the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. It didn't work differently. They just showed back up the same day. Yeah. Um. They were saying that oh yeah, there's like different. Uh. There's like time vortexes or different stuff like that. They never showed that inside of the quantum realm. So it sounds like they made a really good adventure movie, but it wasn't really a good Ant-Man movie. I think you could have made this with anybody. So you guys saw me pensive throughout most of the movie. Yeah, right? This would have been actually a really cool Fantastic Four movie. No, you know what? You're not. That's not a bad idea. Instead of doing Quantum Run, we could do the Negative Zone. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. This would have been a really cool like Fantastic Four movie. The reason it was pensive throughout the entire movie was because... I think you said it. Mm-hmm. You like this movie. I like this movie. You like this movie. It wasn't bad. I like this movie, but I couldn't stand the writing for it. 
So I'm on that same boat, I guess, with you because my one complaint is that the movie didn't take any risks. Okay. Towards the end. I have a different reason. Okay. It was sloppy. Because there were a lot of the, the two big reasons for this movie, uh, sloppy writing, mm-hmm. exists in the fact that you didn't finish a story arc completely before moving on to the next one. That's true. Yeah. You had like two different stories going on in the first hour, right? With group A basically mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Yeah. And then as they're about to get to a part that's interesting, it cuts and you go back to group B. Mm-hmm. And by the time you go back to group A, they're already done with that interesting part, but we never got to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a movie that missed all the visual parts and just had a bunch of dialogue that tried to explain the story that was going on when you really wanted to see it. Mm -hmm. The other big problem I had with this movie is that a lot of the major parts, a lot of the major conflicts in this movie were solved because things just happened. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that, you know, they got out of a situation simply because that was it. It was funny, but I didn't like it. The fact that they understood the quantum realm people's language was because they drank the ooze, and that was it. Never explained why. Never explained why. What's so special about it? What's so special about this ooze? Oh, they just did it, and that was it. And it's supposed to be funny. I, it was funny I, at first. It just didn't buy it I afterwards. felt like somebody, like, I feel like that was in the writing room, and somebody went, what about if it's just ooze that they got to drink? And then everybody understands the They drink the dude's body fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. this dude. It's just a squid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's like a it's a type of a squid thing. with no holes. Yeah, yeah, I, I which was voiced by um, the actor that plays Polka Dot Man. Yeah, he was also in the really yeah. the other Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he was voicing he was voicing that character. Okay, but that's the thing though is that if you go if you put these if you put this up against the three Ant Man movies, I would say that this is. Not the best one. I still think Ant Man one is the best. Yeah, no, it is. And plus, this one didn't have Luis in it. Yeah, no, no Luis. I mean, all. unfortunately, the story outgrew those characters. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could have, but I would have liked, you know, at the end, you know, you have Paul Rudd, you know, talking about his his life. Yeah, why not throw Luis? Luis in it's there? easy. Yeah, it's easy. You could have easily thrown him in there by making the book that he wrote an audio uh, an audio book specific, and he and oh, Luis read it. Yeah, and it's read by him. Or, or Luis is his driver. Exactly. Or There's so else. much quirkiness yeah. in this movie. It could have worked. Yeah. But that's the problem that I have. The idea for this movie is solid. It's a good idea, right? The foundation worked really well. The cast was phenomenal. I felt like every actor and actress in this movie put in 110% because they love the characters that they're playing. They love the storylines that they were following. But the entire screenplay was just so bad. I think it would have been interesting to have Luis go into the quantum realm with them. And have that moment of like, whoa, dude, like have that, have that, that person who isn't a scientist. Uh, But with that problem is then that you have too much wackiness. It tastes like Kool-Aid. But the film was already random. No, random and wacky are different. Wackiness is just over the top, like zany little adventures. It's like, oh, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he's like the outcast of this entire place. It'll ruin the quantum realm. No, but you, but you already did, but you, movies have done that like. Jumanji the next level they have they've done that before where you have somebody who has no idea what's going on has absolutely no you know background in this and they put him in there Luis is a great character and or also you could have had it where Luis is trying to get them on the other side and that would have made sense too of them sending a message and then Luis answering and then he, he was the one that was able to open up the portal back but on the see other side. here's here's the problem okay if if Luis stays out there in, in outside right if he was only existent in the universe 
in, on Earth, right? And not in the quantum realm. That's fine. You bring him in there. All of us in the quantum realm goes from like just eh to okay. I don't really believe this world because for me, a good science fiction movie. This movie is science fiction, right? It's no, giving yeah. us an out out of this world experience with the quantum realm. The quantum realm was not believable. It didn't sell. It didn't. It didn't build up that world as to what it should be. And you guys pointed it out. Mm-hmm. How is it that they were there for a couple hours and uh, time didn't move? But in Endgame, it's explained that he was in there for five hours yeah. and then time moved for five years. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no sense. Scott right? even says it to Cassie in the movie of going, I don't know how, how long we've been in here. Who knows how long time has moved outside? But everything is just normal. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, I thought there needs to be some consistencies. Yeah. I thought that when they got out of the quantum realm, that the universe they popped in wasn't the universe they left, and mm-hmm. that would have been an interesting part. That would have been interesting, or right? Like they seem, they seem like they were alluding to that towards the end when Scott's talking to the audience. Yeah, you know, you, I'm, I was expecting some sort of like subtle difference or like a big difference. Maybe the or Avengers don't seen... exist or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. I expected to see Kang. Yeah, or Kang just like walking yeah. around and he, and he just smiles at him. Or, yeah. or Kang is the overlord of this in, in this yeah. one. Like, a, like there's like statues of Kang. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. That would have been good. So yeah. something along the lines of that, but it didn't. Yeah. So Again, it didn't take any risks. They, it, they played it safe. Yeah. But I think that what happened for this, right, screenplay wise, is that they took. I did not like the advertisement for this. They overhyped the quantum realm to be this you know, connecting force for the multiverse Mm -hmm. that the quantum realm is going to be a big player. When we talk about the multiverse saga Mm -hmm. in the rest of the MCU Uh, and it's not, I was really afraid that I was going to get like star Wars vibes when you're watching this movie. Cause there's there's some, there's like little, but like, I'm hoping like it's not a pure image of like tattooing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think the quantum realm is done. It was used as a setting. They threw away a pretty good, setting yeah they did they, they threw that away yeah there's no well, reason to go back to the quantum realm. no there isn't yeah what were you i mean say? not that there's no reason but king's still there no no oh he's not that's right he got sucked into this thing yeah what movie did you watch <laughs> hey i don't know an alternate ending i think he was in the quantum realm yeah, i was i mean who yeah i mean see again but then see the movie unless the fantastic four is there I was. It's really interesting. They decided to go the route with Kang at the end of it. You know, completely getting rid of him altogether, which is interesting because we talked about that after we saw the movie. We were like, because this movie could end one or two ways: either you know, Kang dies or Kang gets loose. Uh-huh. But then we talked about it. Like, it doesn't make sense to let this Kang out because this is like peak Kang. Mm-hmm. He would basically destroy. Everyone. He would have been done. Yeah, he would have been done. Mm-hmm. There is an interesting idea mm-hmm. about this Kang, mm-hmm. right? It's that because we we came out with this theory. What if this Kang wasn't Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. right? That's what I said to you. Yeah, because he never really said himself as Kang the Conqueror. No, he yeah. just referred to himself just as, as Kang, I, yeah. but the people referred to him as the Conqueror. The Conqueror, yeah. and that was it, right? Yeah. He never refers to himself to that, right? There's a council of Kangs that meets yeah. in the end credit scene, mm-hmm. right? What if one of them ends up being that Conqueror? Yeah. Right? There could. could be still a bigger threat. Yeah. Now, again. He's the Kangiest Kang. He's like the Kangiest Kang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's with an with an uppercase K. Yeah, you know? the uppercase like K. It's, the K is bigger and the Ang is just like super Aang. tiny. <laughs> um, he's, an air, he's an airbender now. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's he's the a thing. Time is, bender. <laughs> uh, you're right. He would have been a bigger threat if he would have gone to Earth, right? And would yeah. have done or the the whatever the MCU number mm, is yeah. for that timeline. That right? would I think that would have been really cool. I would have really enjoyed 
an Empire Strikes Back ending for this. Yeah, that would have been interesting. If Kang would have trapped them in the in the quantum realm, yeah. and it just ends with Kang's boots landing in the in the attic, and it's like Kang the Conqueror is see, loose. See, this would have been a cool uh, like a movie before Avengers. Like yeah, this he, is he escaped. Yeah, he escaped. Yeah. And now it's up to the Avengers to stop Ant Man, but Ant Man's trapped or something like that. See, but Ant Man's already been trapped. Yeah. So it's it's lazy to do that again. See, that was the problem though, is that because that's what we had said multiple times. Because yeah. it was one of those things of we kept saying, and I feel like that may have been the conversation they had in the yeah. writing room, of, well, we're gonna trap Ant Man in the quantum realm. It's like we've already well, we done did that. that. Yeah. We've done that. We've gotten him out. Mm-hmm. So. You know, to say, oh, yeah, we, we don't know how to get him out of the quantum realm. Yeah. That's pretty lazy because mm-hmm. we know. Well, they did a lazy way to bring him back at the end of the movie. He's like, oh, Cassie's just going to send a signal, and that signal turns into a door. And that yeah. was it. Yeah, that was you it. You thought that he was trapped in there again yeah. with yeah. Hope, hope, and that was that it. That makes it more interesting mm-hmm. That would have because he's not alone this time. Yeah, yeah. I thought yes. that would have been interesting, not only that, but also I thought it would have been interesting if that's what MODOK died doing. Ooh. If MODOK's last effort was to get them because he's not a dick back into the real world like because no. modok is the one that actually opened the door yes they have no idea how the door opened yeah. modok opened it mm-hmm. yeah so if modok would have then opened the door and died doing that like kang would have smashed his head in or smashed the mm-hmm. crystal and then that's what closed the door or you know ant-man could have done it or whatever mm-hmm that would have made more sense. And then it would have been like, oh, well, you know, Modoc was the one that got us here. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to get down there. Yeah. So the likes for us. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree Modoc was probably the highlight? Modoc yeah. was my favorite. Yeah, I do like Modoc. Yes. Yeah. However, though, oh uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <sighs> it's uh, like mm-hmm. he was, though, I feel like on the back burner. No. Yeah. Yes, because they kind of just – they. They wrote him in a funny way, which worked. What did I tell you? Which what did worked. I tell you? <laughs> that people were not going to understand Modoc. Okay. Yeah. Modoc is a weird character. In yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. However, Darian or Darren Cross, I feel like he he's wrong for this Modoc. No. Actually, we talked about that on the way here too. Only we because did. it makes sense to have Darren Cross as Modoc. No. Yeah. Or it like, it or definitely like a does. Character. But it felt like. But watching it, you know what it felt like. It felt like they didn't know what to do with him. No, they the, knew what to do the, with him. The reason why I thought it was smart to use Darren Cross is because Modoc is a very complicated character. So in order for us to explain, to give Modoc his full explanation and to give him his good back, a good backstory, you would need to give Modoc a movie, in order like or a TV show or something. Or hint you, at you, him. Yeah. Hint at him. You'd have to give him some some length, mm-hmm. just because there's so much to go on with Modoc. Mm-hmm. There's so much there. But if we just say it's Darren Cross, that gives us our motivation, that gives us our yeah. background, that gives us everything that we can that we need. We can just put him in the Modoc suit and we're done. Yeah, because you know you need Aim to to explain Modoc, and they kind yeah. of threw away Aim in Iron Man Three. Yeah. So they were already written in a corner. That's a thing. Yeah. So I think that's why for Darren Cross, I again I agree with Brian and Nick where it's like. It just makes sense. It's an easier palette to swallow. No, right? yeah, yeah, and it worked. And I think that's where I say the film's random, mm-hmm. because he was one of I feel like the randomest points 
in the film. His existence in the movie is random. Yeah. It's welcome though because yeah, he no, was, definitely he yeah. was that Luis that we were missing mm-hmm. yeah. in this That's movie. True. Yeah. Right? yeah, he was that comic relief yeah. in that yeah. entire film. But the thing that kind I kind of in a way with with certain lines and stuff. I like, like those. they tried it with Cassie. Yeah. No, because I thought it was um, the telepath. The dude from the from uh, the oh place. yeah he was a yeah. oh yeah unintentionally he was unintentionally, unintentionally but, yeah. but yeah. it was his, it was the dry humor yeah where where he where the he, serious tones that yeah. serious tone which he's really good at yeah uh, you know who I would have really liked works. more is the 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 guy the actor from the the eight crowd as that character where have I seen him before. Who? The telepath. Oh, from the movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's the good place. The good place. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, why do I know I him? I literally just said it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't like the good place. No. Nah, Your first season's pretty good. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. And I was like, yeah. Did you watch first? I can see why. Did you I watch the first season? Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay, so where's it going to go now? Like, I'm like. Did you watch the whole show? No, I watched after the season one and I'm the done. The ending is pretty good. Yeah, the, it's, got, it's got a pretty solid ending. Yeah. We're not talking about a good place, a good place okay, though. We went to the bad place. The quantum realm, all right? No, but I did. That was the thing that I was afraid of with Modoc that I was telling yeah. Renee is that people were going to get the wrong idea from him and yeah. want more from him. And you can't because Modoc yeah. is not that character. Yeah. You could dislike Modoc. That's fine. He's not a character for everyone. Yeah. But the thing is that Modoc, uh, in a lot of different comic books, right? He's written as a comical character. He's yeah. a he's big not head. To take seriously. He's not. Yeah. He's he's a he's a he's basically it's a floating head. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What do you, how else do you write him? Even his cartoon is really funny yeah exactly so it, that's how it's supposed to be yeah that's why when you know that, that's that's the whole point of modok the only thing i didn't like about modok is the capture on it i didn't like that he looked like he was from beowulf <laughs> or from spy oh, kids no, yeah, they, like, they like really did an interesting like computer generated they just stretched him. his head yeah they they took his t- but i mean it makes sense because you know he was shrinking down yeah. from the suit and i guess like He's disformed. Yeah, I, that was that was my thing though. Is that yeah. I, I was kind of like that he he looked really weird. He looked like mm-hmm. everybody. He looked like everything was put into the background. I think, and then they all yeah. went, "Oh, did you do Modoc?" Well, Bro, we forgot about Modoc. <laughs> no, like, How did we forget? I feel like I feel like no matter what, even if you put time into making Modoc look good, it, it was still gonna. It's gonna look yeah. This is the best version that we were gonna yeah. get. Yeah. yeah, it was gonna look ridiculous regardless. Yeah, okay. going to the cast, right? The cast was really good. I, a I lot really, of chemistry. A lot of chemistry between everyone. You can tell that everyone really loved playing the parts that they played. Yeah, except Bill Murray. I feel like I he didn't care. So but they place. treated it, like I yeah. said. They treated him like Jeff Goldblum in Thor Ragnarok, just like a, a more obscured version of himself. Yeah, yeah, I was I was already annoyed by him, and Andy was just yeah. like, "Did you get the joke where he was like insinuating that him and." Uh, Janet were doing it I'm like yeah I got it the first time around I just don't want to hear it four to five times in like one scene I feel like that's Bill Murray lately though in every role he's doing which sucks man it feels like that's more of his presence overtaking the character. Yeah, it's, it's well, that, I whatever. Mean, that's the thing. It kind of that kind of sucks when Marvel does that when they take these these Actor, really yeah. good actors that were good in their prime. Yeah, and then just to have them just for just you know Bill Murray five ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah that's five the thing. ten minutes. That's the thing. And yeah. just to have them just to market them. They're in the movie. Hey, look, we got we got this well known actor guys that wouldn't be in a Marvel movie normally, mm-hmm. but he's in here and he's and yeah. that was it. He was even in the marketing. Yeah, but the yeah. cast is so well in this movie. They they loved playing the parts that they were. Yeah. You know, given and everything. I would, I would have loved if Bill Murray would have been like an old retired, like hero. 
like back in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, that a, minute, like cool. a Minuteman or something well, like seems, that? Well, they seemed like they were trying to go that direction. Freedom and fighters. Just, yeah. <laughs> freedom fighter. And then they're just kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, well, you know, Kang's in charge, you know. An old perv that likes yeah, to talk never, about the women I used yeah, to bang. Never, okay, that was it. They never really explained what made Bill Murray change sides. Yeah, it was weird. But it, he yeah, was persuasive. It was, yeah. He was persuasive. He that was way, it. Yeah, he has his ways yeah. of being persuasive. Which was, was whatever. Like, okay, I guess. But the highlight to the cast, right? Mm-hmm. And this is and this goes back a couple issues that you Jonathan and I were talking Majors about. Jonathan Majors is awesome. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Majors killed it. He was great. Was, yeah. Jonathan Majors is awesome and hot. But yeah, the, the thing that I was talking about, mm-hmm. you mentioned it a couple issues ago, mm-hmm. you're tired of Marvel killing off people. Yeah. None of them died. No one died. Yeah. No, I was did. expecting Except to like, Modok. Modok died. He died, but in he's Avenger. a throwaway character. Yes, <laughs> he did. Yes, he, he did. The laser, the which one? Laser face. Okay, but he's that was a throwaway. Character. Yeah, throwaway. I'm we're talking about the essential cast. Yeah. The Ant Man crew yeah. is still alive lie. and well. I think I'm still under the thing of it should have been Hank Pym that grew to a hundred and that grew to the size of a skyscraper and like defeated a bunch of things. I wanted to see Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne yeah. back in the end. And at the that would have been cool. I mean, we saw Janet. I think that's their go away scene. Bless you. That's their, that's their, their that's going their away secret scene. wars. That's their going away scene. Oh, you know what? That kind of makes sense. But if that's the case. Okay. Let's all be realistic. <laughs> Michael Douglas is old. Yeah. He yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. Let's all be very realistic. Like Michael Douglas, I'm hoping we get another ten years of Michael let's, Douglas. Let's hope he's still around. Yeah, we we just need him to last three. Stop! I'm dude. just you know, saying. Stay healthy. Look, Didn't you look, want? Yeah, I know. But he was saying, "Let's be real," and then you're over here going like, "Okay, we just need three. three. We just need just three. Him, let him live as long as he wants." Isn't he with Catherine Zeta Jones? Yeah. He's so his wife's hot. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, that's true. He's living a happy. Yeah. Well, happy he's life. fine. He's happy. We got 25 easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy Catholic. 25. But I, I'm just saying, the more... Okay. <laughs> Next as the Ant- like they break up. He's dead! Oh, <laughs> my gosh. The, okay, here's the thing. As the Ant-Man movies have been going on, you can tell the age. You can. You but, can tell that But they that wrote every character in a way where, like, if someone... God forbid, God forbid, you know, be it, it doesn't maybe have to be death. Maybe it doesn't have to be death, right? Contract maybe they, dispute. Contract dispute, whatever it is. The ant crew has essentially, could go their separate ways. They're written in a way that it's kind of like, okay, they did what they did here. We may no longer need. I feel like that's not true though, because they, especially in this one, they wrote it where Cassie refers to. Hank and also Janet yeah. Van Dyme's grandparents. Yeah. That, that's fine. They're part of the family. If they, though. if they, if I don't know, let's let's say Hank Pym and I don't know, like let's say that they die, they pass away, right? You could still write it into the next movie that they no longer are with us and they passed away in the time between that. You it's know, the last scene, the opening scene. It's yeah, it's exactly. They could easily just but, write it off that way. But that's the that's the other thing though is that. That's an, that goes to Renee's point of there was nothing that was there's no risk taking no risk but does risk taking have to mean death uh, it, no I'm in a I'm, third in a third movie in a third movie when you're establishing your new baddie in the overarching you know story of him your taking, phases him taking out an Avenger would be that would have yeah. automatically marked oh dang he's he means business even if it would have been. Hank Pym. Because you want your villain as soon as to come on screen and be like, oh, like, that's what I got. But they kind of. I'm going off of, like, Negan when he was in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. That's you fair. Had, you no, had like, to have him established to yeah. kill one of the main characters in Walking Dead because every time you see Negan on, on, on TV, 
you are scared. You hate him. Yeah, you yeah. hate right? him and you're scared. So they kind of did that mm-hmm. with the ending, yeah. but they didn't take a big enough risk. No. Because technically speaking, mm-hmm. right, Scott Lang killed off, mm-hmm. quote unquote, Kang. Yes. But he questions it. Mm-hmm. Did he or did he not die? I don't know. And what did he mean by that last message, right? If the threat becomes bigger, he has to hold on to that secret that they went to the quantum realm, yeah. that they did all these different yeah. things, and that they got rid of this king. But because of that, they released more. It could be where Scott is going to hold that to himself until it happens because he feels that maybe if he says something, it might happen. Exactly. Yeah. So there is that. That itself, that scene itself, mm-hmm. is the big catalyst that is leading up to the rest of the MCU, mm-hmm. right? And I think that that was. Did you notice that there was a lot of green and purple that was surrounding him once they got back? Yeah, it's that like was it's in the balloons yeah. and it's in like the cake and everything mm-hmm. else. Where it's just, where it's just I love how it just keeps going. Yeah, I but, love how that's uh, Kang's aesthetic now. Like we know that's Kang's aesthetic. Yeah, green, yeah. And purple. green and purple. Green and purple. Yeah, so, just like the Hulk. Yeah. 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 I had to think about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But you know, that's that's kind of like the strongest point of that movie. I think that's why I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, or not a lot, but that's why I liked it. Mm-hmm. Because the foundation is pretty good. Yeah. Right. The thing that it's built, like the thing that it that we build the foundation on, mm-hmm. sucks. The actual mm-hmm. building sucks. Yeah. The foundation, I see where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It wasn't that big risk you wanted, no. but at least it gave us that risk that now Scott could be responsible mm-hmm. for what's going on. You have the responsibility of Loki killing mm-hmm. off or allowing he who remains to die, mm-hmm. which causes the, the timelines to split. Yeah. Right. You also have Scott being a part of that problem as well because mm-hmm. he killed off or quote unquote killed off. Mm-hmm. The exiled one. Yeah. And now the, the Council of Kings is coming out going like, oh, yeah, well, we got to do this well, and that I, and all that other stuff. I think of it as if this Kang escaped, he would have killed all of those Kings along mm. the way. That's why and they were then, afraid of him. Yeah, yeah. That's why they exiled him. Yeah. And now with him gone. So it's easy. Yeah. It's basically like now these Kangs are going to basically do whatever they want mm-hmm. without the fear of him possibly coming back. Yeah. And, and I understand this scene with. Scott pushing Cassie through and then it being Scott and Kang. I think it would have been interesting because Cassie views Hank Pym as a grandfather figure. Mm-hmm. The The relationship between Hank and Scott, I feel like, hasn't been addressed in two movies. Mm-hmm. Because in the first one, they're getting really close. Like, yeah. you know, Hank Pym is very much a fatherly figure to him. He's He's being his mentor. Mm-hmm. To Scott. Teaching, yeah, to Scott. Yeah. He's teaching him everything it is to be Ant-Man. The second one, not so much. They distance no. themselves because yeah. he went because he goes yeah, every- to fight for with Captain America. So they distance each other. Then in the third one, it kind of sounds like Scott hasn't been talking to Hank in a while. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he's so out of the loop. He mm-hmm. he became the hero and it let that get to his head. Yeah. So he thinks he's he's best. But they but the but they never worked on that father on that you know, that mentor mentee relationship. That's where the writing fails because mm-hmm. it's established that everything Scott knows is because mm-hmm. of Hank. Oh, how do you do your uppercut when you size up? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's you size up and you lunge as you're doing it. Yeah, at the same sna- time. Snap and pull, snap, snap and, and pull. pull. Exactly. Snap and, and, pull. and that was the thing is I think it would have been interesting if you would have had kind of a Yondu situation of instead of it being Cassie and uh, Cassie being pushed in, Scott being pushed in. 
and then Hank closing the window and staying there Mm -hmm. and fighting Kang, knowing he's not going to make it, but Mm -hmm. he can trap Kang here. Mm -hmm. I if if there's anything I can do, I can protect death scenarios with certain characters. Mm -hmm. Like that's the that's the problem I have is that if you were to go about your route, right, Mm -hmm. where you trap Hang in the in the quantum realm with Kang and he's the one holding him back, like a um, what is it called the not the Atlas situation, but in Greek mythology, but the guy that pulls up the boulder for uh, for the rest of his life in the oh, other world. You exactly. know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's just eternal punishment for yes. Hank. That would have been interesting. He doesn't die. He's mm-hmm. still around. You can basically write him off mm-hmm. and not have any more contract disputes. If he passes away, something happens, mm-hmm. you know, contract disputes that don't allow him to come back. He doesn't have to come back. They could just say that Kang killed him off and that's how he skipped the quantum realm. Well, no, because it right? would have been interesting if you would have just seen him slap it on like the Ant-Man suit. It snaps back over to him. And then, you know, he grabs Kang and he's holding him and then he just goes, cool. So you thought sure. that too when they started, they introduced the whole like slapping the suit on? He's I thought pull that it off. so too. I thought Hank was going to pull a fast one and be like, you be with your daughter, Scott, and just like slap it on himself and then fight Kang. That, yeah. I was thinking that too. Because when they introduced that, I'm like, huh, okay. So it's like a puck. It's kind of like Iron Man. It's Iron Man tech. Yeah. 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 It's, it, uh, is it Iron Man or Shuri or Wakandan tech? I don't know. I think Iron it, Man was the one that did it first. Didn't show yeah, it in the MCU first. It. He's he's only done nanotech. Mm. His nanotech was. I mean, he's done the briefcase. It's but, pim tech. And then he's done like the whole like you know obviously in Avengers you know it's like a little yeah tube and it just like exoskeletons on him and yeah. stuff. But never really a compact kind of thing. It makes sense that they would take the idea of doing that, but then shrink it, and then when it you know when they press a button it basically stretches there was the one where it had where it looked like a it looked like an action figure yeah yeah Mm. but see i'm fine with it i'm fine with it because that right now the mcu needs stability because of phase four it was way too unstable with this movie we got an Mm. okay ending and that to me is Mm. fine for now build upon that foundation you've already introduced the multiverse you introduced Mm. your big bad and you didn't kill off any of the main cast you Mm. still have possibilities to work with them and even bring them into different storylines given the time and the stories that are written that's fine Right, we can dream about different scenarios and so on and so forth. This is far too expensive to bring him in anything. Else. Then you don't bring him back. Then you hold off on it for a bit until you need him again. You, they wrote him in a way that you don't have to bring him back, and that's fine. That's true. Yeah. He wasn't in. He wasn't. We didn't get to see him come back in Endgame. It was just hope. Yeah. You know? Well, he came back. He's at the funeral scene. Yeah, no, but like he's yeah. not in the final fight. Obviously, yeah, 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 for obvious reasons. But you know, yeah. we didn't get to see so it. where does this movie land in terms of the impact that it's going to have in Phase Five? I think this one is going to be interesting. It's well, this what this catalyst. movie is going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It is, I think later down the road we'll yeah. see how really how, how important much, yeah. it was. I, ironically, the most important things out of these two, out of this entire kind of, um, out of this entire phase, is Loki and. Ant-Man. An Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah. Mo- no, Loki mo- was phase four. Mm-hmm. This is this but, is the second of phase five. No, this is the start of phase this five. This is yeah. first phase five. This yeah. is the beginning of phase five. But I mean, it, as a connector, it's going straight from Kang. I mean, from Quantumanium to Loki season two. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be your two most important things because yeah. they're, they're the ones that are actually addressing Kang. Mm-hmm. They're, the actually, that, yeah. they're actually bringing up... And that was kind of the cool thing that happened in the original phases is that... Everybody, in some way or another, 
was talking about Thanos. There was something that was happening that had to involve Thanos. Guardians of the Galaxy, they were dealing with Thanos and everything else. Avengers, they were dealing with the Chitauri, who were the army of Thanos. Uh, what was it? Thor, they were dealing with the uh, with the ether, and they were trying to hide it away from Thanos. You know, they, they, everything was connected together. So far, people have just been doing things mm-hmm. in the universe, mm-hmm. and you're trying to set up this big bad because even like the Marvels or, you know, Loki or any of these other, how is that going to connect into Kang, uh, into the uh, Kang dynasty? How is that going to connect into secret wars? It, I still feel like the, like the puzzles are, f- I feel like the puzzles right now are all over the place and none of them really connect except for like a small group. They laid out foundations to pull from. And that's the fear I have mm-hmm. is that, they put too much out that they're not going to use at all. I feel that in moving forward, we'll see different variants of Kangs in after credit scenes. Like maybe they were, Ooh, the that'd ones, be cool. Well, like they were the ones behind in certain story arcs and stuff. Like yeah. That. Maybe we'll see a different Kang in uh end of guardians of the galaxy two or three. We'll see him in an after credit scene. Maybe he's manipulated yeah. something with, yeah. uh, what's with his the name? Marvels. Yeah. 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 Same with the, the Marvels. Superior, we'll with see the superior or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or? The elders of the universe. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in what, like, what is it? Um, Moon Knight season two. We'll see Pharaoh King at the end about of it. Moon Knight so. season two. It's a limited series. Stop <laughs> making it a thing. I'm sorry. I, I just get really annoyed that they're forcing a season two. Yeah. It's a limited series. Make it a limited series. It's fine. We don't need a second season. Mm-hmm. It was a good enough season as it was. Don't cut. Then don't give us a cliffhanger at the end. That's true. The way they oh, wrote the it was terrible. The way they wrote Lord it Moon was coming too. That's so dumb. Yeah. That's so yeah. dumb. Whoever and made that choice of calling it a limited series. Is not only stupid. that, but also it was because they wanted to get they wanted to get it into the awards, but. That also goes for Blade, mm-hmm. Daredevil. They, 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 yeah. There's so many of these other like properties that they're talking about mm-hmm. that you now kind of go, okay, I don't know where this is going. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how these affect King. I don't know how these affect the multiverse. There's a lot of properties like that. The one that didn't miss Marvel mm-hmm. because Miss Marvel left a lot of uh, context with the the bracelets, bracelets that are giving. Yeah. Miss uh, mm-hmm. Marvel, her abilities mm-hmm. that different could be dimension. connected to it. Yeah, different mm-hmm. dimensions. Shang Chi. Yeah. They're talking about the different uh, at the end credit scene. So oh, yeah. sending out a wavelength, something yeah. like that, sure which of. could be leading up to Guardians. It mm-hmm. might be connected to Guardians. It might be connected to this. Mm-hmm. We don't know, right? So there's a lot of hanging pieces that mm-hmm. still haven't connected yet. That's the fear. You gotta connect it this way. Yeah. What I will say is uh, the Nerdist pointed this out, right? And it did look familiar. I just couldn't put a pin to it. The time platforms that mm-hmm. all the uh, Kangs are coming through, yeah. that's Dr. Doom tech. That's mm-hmm. something that he uses to travel from point A to point B mm-hmm. and traverse the timelines as well. Mr. Fantastic uses it inside of uh, Dr. Strange. Bingo. Mm-hmm. That's another thing in the multiverse oh, of madness. Yeah. So it's, it's something that's kind we've already been seeing. So we could see then a Kang connection in the new Fantastic Four. Maybe yeah. Then. Obviously, we could. we're going to get one, I think. Well, you also said it, didn't you, that Kang is a relative? A descendant, no. descendant, descendant of... Um, Reed, Reed Richards, Richards and Victor Von yeah. Doom. Yeah, because his, his name is a descendant of Reed Richards and his Nathaniel Reeds. Mm-hmm. So. That was Nathaniel Richards. Oh, yeah. No, Reed Richards? Is it Reed Richards? It's Reed Richards. Okay. So yeah. Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, that they're, they're leaving subtle hints. But again, goes to your point. You cannot leave so many details mm-hmm. and then expect us to just patiently sit and wait until everything comes together. It's like, oh, remember from this part, remember from that part? We could get it. 
Mm-hmm. But who's to say others that aren't as knowledgeable about comic books and the storylines they're going to pick was, up on? I it. think I think Marvel Studios is giving more credit to the audience now. Now that they we're yeah. like invested yeah. ten years plus now, I think they expect the audience to be paying attention at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no more like, oh yeah, we're going to play it safe because we're going to introduce these characters. No, you guys have been invested for ten yeah. freaking years. Easter yeah, eggs but, don't exist yeah. really no, anymore. But that, but that was that was the that was the easy thing about the original you know movies was that each one was introducing an infinity stone mm-hmm. or that was you know that was kind of like where they were going you for were it. waiting or, for that yeah, yeah you, or in some way somehow it was like oh cool there's a macguffin in this movie mm-hmm. i bet it's an infinity stone at the very end and then yeah. sure enough ether infinity mm-hmm. stone space stone whatever it may be uh power stone and then it was now we're okay, so that's over with the Nova Core, that's over there, that's over here, that's over there. Oh wow, Thanos is really gonna have to travel the world, I mean, the, the galaxy in order to really collect everything. And then they start separating all these people, and then uh, major figures start dying, you know, like Odin well, and them. That falls into the category now of what people are fearing is, is this the end of the Marvel run? Like, if people are still gonna tune in now with the Infinity Stones being like the setup, mm-hmm. and then now we're past that. Are people still going to be interested into continuing on with these movies now that we have Kang the Conqueror? So there is a danger with Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. right? The Infinity Stones are objects that you can place in different movies. You don't need to cast anyone for that, right? You can mm-hmm. just simply tease it in Infinity just, Stone I here. just throw it at you. Throw it yeah. in there. That's it, right? Oh, this thing in the background. That's mm-hmm. it, right? Jonathan Majors is a king, mm-hmm. right? He's playing different variants of king. Who's to say that Jonathan Majors is going to show up in several different Marvel properties yeah. just to make a 10 second cameo. This is a Kang from this universe or this Kang is popping up here. Or maybe the end credit is that he pops in here at this point to mm-hmm. mess something up in this timeline to slowly start building mm-hmm. his secret, uh, his uh, secret wars empire yeah. battle world at the end. That's, right. And that's the, that's the crazy thing though, is that you have this person that needs to be, that needs to show up mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to keep that straight? Because if you looked at a bunch of the Kangs that were inside of that dome, a lot of them looked the same. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of them that just like it, it just looked like Jonathan Majors inside of a inside of an outfit. Jonathan Majors in the same outfit. Jonathan Majors in a different outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's exactly the same thing. So is this the, so then if that's the case, is this the king that was from Ant Man of the Wasp? Is this the king from Loki? Is this the king from this? Is this the king from it becomes overly complicated because mm-hmm. even in the comic books it was kind of complicated. It was. That was. He was the more complicated villain because he popped up everywhere. He was also a, a young Avenger at one point. Mm-hmm. His different variant. He was a younger version of himself. Who he was wasn't posing a king. as Iron, Iron Man? Iron Man, or no? It was Iron um, Lad. Iron Lad. Yeah, he was Iron Lad, and he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. But he was still um, connected to Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Even then, and then you have the Pharaoh King, which is like all over the place. Ramatha well, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have the the basically like the prime king which is like the glowing one and and stuff and that's what i'm saying is that you have all these kings all over the place they can get very confusing very fast Mm -hmm. and unless they're properly you know how many how many different ways can jonathan majors play the same character i mean i don't get me wrong no you can do that but how many times can you get him in studio to record or to even film something because he's already a high high world actor right now i mean he's got what three movies coming out right now Mm -hmm. unless he's already filmed it Unless while they had him in, they filmed it. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, that's, what they, that's what they did for a couple of the other ones. Creed huh? 3, Quantumania. What's the third one? 
the King Dynasty. No, the, the technically movie. Devotion. Right, oh, oh, Devotion. That's, devotion. Right. that's going to be coming out. No, yeah. Devotion already came out. Yeah, yeah. but technically that I that came out this year. No, that came out last year. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. We got about 10 to 15 minutes before we wrap up this issue, so I just kind of quickly want to go through our thoughts about this film, what we individually thought. Did we like it? Did we not? Oh, uh, what? Really quick. So I was telling so I was telling Malika about uh, Limitless because we were watching it on Disney Plus. Ta- a little bit off topic. <laughs> with Bradley Cooper? With, no, no, no. With uh, uh, with Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Chris Hemsworth. Because I was yeah. telling her about the whole like, oh yeah, he, he got his diagnosis on the show. Oh, the show. And then I, and she was like, oh wow, that really that's really sad. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, can we watch it? Because she wanted to watch the episode. <laughs> so then we watched it, and it was so funny because she was like, because they go, oh yeah, like this is the diagnosis. We need to really have Chris Hemsworth use his mind and use his brain. So we're gonna have him do a brain challenge in order for him to, you know, in order for him to stay healthy because uh-huh. he's training his body but not his brain. I don't, like, like, I don't like that you're giggling. I know. I'm just so like, you, why, are you joking, why are you joking about diagnosis, yeah. dude? Because then we're sitting there. We're going like, I wonder what they're going to do. Maybe it's like a giant like survivor. Like Maybe it's like a puzzle or you know, maybe it's like a, like a like an escape room that he has to like solve or anything like that. And then she's like, so I'm going to make Chris Hemsworth go into the Australian outback and survive for an entire week. And he's got to make it back on his own and survive. <laughs> and me and Monica went, what? Why is what's that supposed to do? It's turned into Survivor. Oh wait, is because of like the trained his mind? Yeah, yeah, that was oh, like so that way oh, so okay. to stay to stay creative and stay mm. you know and to stay on top of things. They went here's a knife, do something with a knife, make it back <laughs> yes. to civilization, and See, they I'm dropped okay. him off. In the just, middle remember of, I'm only, yeah, <laughs> just remember where you're at. Just remember where you're at. I was. I'm only laughing because Nick found that funny, and I'm yeah, just like, where's the, where's, the, where's the where's the punchline? That was messed up. No, you no. know what's messed up is laughing about another man's diagnosis. No, okay, hold on. Listen, if, if you're gonna tell a joke like that, you gotta get the punchline. Hold on, I thought that. Oh yeah, he we need to train his mind. I thought they were gonna be like, so we're gonna put him inside of this like escape room or something like that. If you're gonna joke about this, what you did is you set yourself up and Monica as terrible people for laughing about this. You should have just hit the punchline 10 seconds into your story that, that way it's like oh dude he's Some, about to find on. out everybody Some else stuff is coming down hold guys. on everybody else who saw it Put it in the comment. I swear to God. This is your Go email. watch it. This is Go your email. Go watch it. You know what it is some he of the interrupted the most review ridiculous so he thing get a in the world. up on the hate mail. No. That's what he did. Now yeah. he's going to win. Okay, what honestly what made you think of that story right? Yeah. Now? Like what like yeah, what? We're, in the conversation you were like, "Oh, limitless." Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I don't I actually really think don't. About I, don't, I, don't I don't know what connected yeah, to Chris Hemsworth, but it did. Okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. It was a th- it was a bit that I, I it was something oh, that I, I told Monica I was going to say on the podcast. I was like, oh, this sense of humor. Well, Monica doesn't listen to it. She's like, I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Dude. Now people are going to send me yeah. hate mail. <laughs> Yeah, you. <laughs> Not me. I didn't yeah, laugh you know? at this. I haven't even seen the show. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. You know what? I, did? <laughs> I just thought it was. Funny. I just thought. Renee, it was what funny. did you think of Quantum Mania? I thought there was easier ways to train his I brain. <laughs> there is. Yeah, it's watching Quantum Mania, <laughs> making it's sense of it. Watching Quantum. 
watch him. Trying to find the connections. With have Kang. him watch Tenet and just tell you what it's about. No, dude. How does how does time work stop? Yeah. <laughs> Can we not, dude? I don't want to talk about Christopher Nolan. He started this. Oh my god, that just made me think of a funny thing right now. Nope, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Show, they give him a Where's Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> okay, find him. <laughs> and he's like. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> like, I can't find it. This is why we'll never meet Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, right. thanks for that, Nick. No problem. It's on you. Damn. He won't remember. No, my <laughs> no, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're, if you're not, uh, you if you're not watching, oh my God. Brian's attack, Nick. Live yeah. in studio. That we come to you with breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Keeping up with the nerds is they're fighting each other. Ow. Yeah. That actually did hurt. Okay, I'm not gonna feel this fire. I'm gonna move forward. Yeah. I don't condone this. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So the nerds I, network, what we I are not paid professionals. Overall, I did enjoy the movie. It did a great job of um <laughs> establishing King the Conqueror and stuff like that. Okay. Jonathan Majors did a great job. I like Modoc. He was actually my favorite character in the movie. I think for me, I got a little annoyed with Cassie's character in a bit, in some ways. She was kind of, so, she was just, there was well, a lot yeah. of things that came out of her mouth where I was just like. <sighs> yeah, and I was just like, okay, you're playing the teenage, rebellion teenager, it makes sense, but it's like, it's too cliche what you're doing. You're a superhero dad, yeah. stop being lame. That was cold. I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, now that you saved the world, you like you don't do anything else, dad. You know, I'm over here. That was a reality yeah, check. I was, yeah. like, I was like, geez. The truth hurts, the yeah. truth hurts. I was like, dang, man, he, he. He was trying to make a name for himself because he's a convict, and now you're getting mad at him for putting himself out there and that people well-liked, and he's no longer remembered as a convict, but he's remembered as a superhero. Mm. It's like, you're still lame, Dad. Like, you don't do anything with your life. Okay. <laughs> but overall... <laughs> what did you do, write a book? Yeah. How dare you write a book yeah. and put food on the table, Dad? How dare you go back in time and save everyone that I ever lost, you know? But um, it's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be why you yeah. like the movie. That's <laughs> no, just I was just the the Cassie character really struck a nerve with me. That's oh, thing. I like Cassie. I mean, she was great. That's it. She was cool when she had those moments with Scott. Yeah, those those cute father daughter moments. Those mm-hmm. were good. Overall, though, I did enjoy it. I was I just wish they took a bigger risk at the end of the movie. Something okay, it's fair. Just anything. Adam, what do you think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're in timeout. <laughs> Why? Uh, I'll agree with you on the Cassie part. The first time I watched it, I yeah. didn't like her. Mm-hmm. Second time, I thought she worked really well. Okay. Um, you watch movies more than once. I saw, uh, yeah, I do that a lot. Um, yeah. It's called the. Uh, Must be know, nice to have time. Devoted to your work. I know. <laughs> I know. So. Sheesh. Oh, my goodness. Get back to editing. <laughs> Oh my god. Be, <laughs> Be more devoted. Jeez, all right. Do more. Do Be more. better. God, I didn't know my freaking co hosts were so mean to me. <laughs> Someone get Nick his whip. Just you just beat me up on camera. <laughs> no one saw. I'm the one that could cut it, dude. Uh, it stopped recording. It stopped recording an hour ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um But I think I love that the film embraced the randomness. I love that they there were no guidelines essentially for them. It's like, hey, here's a blank piece of paper. Show us what you can do. And they gave us what they gave us. And I appreciate that. 
you know, because it's not easy to make a film, you know, and I think, and uh, obviously me being, you know, watching a lot of films, I can appreciate what this film is because I think, yes, is there a little bit of biasness because I love Paul Rudd as an actor? Absolutely. But I think the chemistry between the cast really, really centrals the film really well, Mm -hmm. you know? Cool. Um, And then Ants, who doesn't love Ants, you know? I don't like that was good when they invade my apartment. No, that was the other thing that I didn't like that I thought was interesting about this movie. There wasn't a lot of ants. Yeah, no, they came at the end, dude. Yeah, but but I feel like the ants are always the best part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Anthony. (laughs) Yes, part one, part one out for the boy. Yeah, like when Anthony, when when when, you know Anthony gets hit by the laser, you were like, no, Anthony. You felt it. Yeah, you felt it because you were like, I'm gonna call you Anthony. And, you know, he named it. There was no ants in this one. There was the end. So what did you, did you like it or did you hate the movie? I'd like to add one more thing. Yeah, what's up? I'm also in the minority on thinking Jonathan Majors was absolutely amazing in this film. He was great. Minority. Everybody's saying uh, he was amazing. Oh. I felt he was very, uh, no, I thought he was, I thought he was good, but I didn't think he was amazing until that final act. I was like, okay, it, 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 it wasn't really flowing well in in the, in the first two uh first two acts, mm-hmm. but in that third act I was like, I'm on board. Oh. And I'm glad and I'm glad it was watered down in a sense because this is just a sample piece well, I, of I, what I, we're getting I thought for, I, for th- King. The thing is that I understand what you're saying of, you know, he his acting in the very beginning, you know, was a, wasn't as uh, not acting, but like underwhelming. His, his, yeah, his Kang yeah. was underwhelming in the very beginning. Yeah. But I do like the idea of he is playing the innocent. Yeah, he is playing this some somebody who crash landed in this world and doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. The minute that Janet Van Dimes understands who he is, and that he is Kang yeah. the Conqueror, that that flip. That switch you just s- flipped. You see the switch yeah. in Jonathan Major. Like you can actively see his body and posture change. Yeah. And she's like, "Who's Kang?" Yeah. And you can see him just kind of like, oh, "We were so close." Yeah. Well, I guess I, you had to ruin it. His body language tells two stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A one one that wants to hide stuff, and the other one that's like, "You found out." Because, yeah, that body, you're talking about the when he was sitting in his chair, right? Did you also notice that it wasn't the fact that he got caught, but it was more of like, you don't understand yeah. why I'm doing this. It's I, like he wanted to get caught. No, I. I no, not wanted to. It's just that you he, don't understand why what I'm doing is necessary. Bingo. No. That's what that body what I'm was. doing is necessary. Wiping these people out, killing off timelines is saving your life. Mm-hmm. And she even asks, are you going to wipe me out? And he goes, nope. He goes, you saved me. Why would I wipe your world out? Your your timeline is safe. Mm-hmm. All you have for to now. For now. Just jump inside and I'll take you home. And let me escape. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't do it. I can't yeah. let you escape because I know what you're going to do. Yeah. Even if it doesn't directly affect me. because And then that's when you see that Janet Van Dyne is still a hero. She's still yeah. the wasp. Yeah. You know that uh, that Avenger. So, so that's why I'm saying Jonathan Majors did an amazing job in yeah. this. I mean, Jonathan Majors has been really killing it. Just because 
if you look at his performance from Loki compared to Quantum Mania, oh, I'm completely two different people. Two yeah. different people. Yeah. L- character, literally characters, but also him. Yes. You know, like because he who remains is more goofy and more of laid back. I, I, he's mm-hmm. more laid back. I know the future. Yeah. So you can't harm me. Yeah. And I know what I'm doing is right. So he is all in his right to do mm-hmm. whatever it is he wants. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Majors even says, he goes, the two are separate because the Kang the Conqueror that's in Quantumania is, he, every movement that he has has a purpose. Whereas yeah. inside of Loki, his is a lot more goofy where he can throw things around and he'll, you know, he, he makes jokes and mm-hmm. he really plays with his food. Kang doesn't. Yeah. I think just from reading the reviews, there was like, oh, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors. And then it's not what they're actually saying until that final act. Okay. That's where I'm on. I'm at. So did you like the film or not? I enjoyed I, I, I enjoyed the ride. It's a fun it's a fun ride. It's an interesting it's an interesting movie. Um it's definitely the if anything, I would say it's the second best Ant Man movie. I would still say that Ant Man one is still the most fun, because I when I think of an Ant Man movie, I feel them to be fun and, and entertaining. I felt like this one was more of a adventure. It was fun, but it wasn't as like funny. It doesn't have as many memorable. Moments. It forced a lot of jokes. It forced a lot yeah. of jokes. Whereas I remember Ant Man movies being having that quick wit. Yeah, it was really easy wit, and there was a lot of really funny stuff. There were, there's a lot of stuff that was quotable. Yeah, I don't think I could quote this movie unless it was a menacing Kang line. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that like Scott Scott said or you know Hank said to each other that was you know super witty or anything else. And usually those come from Luis hanging out with Scott mm-hmm. or vice versa. So. I do feel that the the movie was lacking in certain areas, but it's definitely a passable. I'm interested to see where it goes and where these characters move on from this point. Gotcha. For me, I'll I'm on that same boat. Did we all say we liked it? Yeah. 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 So I will say movie to me was passable. I understand why it's like mid tier seven out of 10 ish on that territory. Mm -hmm. My biggest problems were the screenwriting. That was it. The screenwriting was terrible. It was all over the place. The world building didn't believe it at all. There's a lot of holes where, you know, uh, there were a lot of leftover pieces that could have been better fitted. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors was the best part. I felt like he understood what kind of character he was playing. The lines that you were talking about that come from Kang, the quotable ones, they're still ingrained in me. Which one? Which one are you? The one with the yeah. hammer? There's that's the threat. It's those lines that Jonathan Major sold about Kang that was like, okay, this guy has killed Avengers. That this guy has been a threat and killed timelines that have had Avengers. That means that these people have died, right? Nothing that anybody else said is memorable. Though. No, nothing. Kang did a lot of those memorable lines, mm-hmm. right? The reason why this movie is for me passable though is because its foundation is what works the idea behind all this was great it could have been done a lot better if you had another writer who understood that the quantum realm was a better tool than just the setting this film would have been so much better what i do have an issue with and i do think that you guys should listen to the our real addiction podcast that comes out tomorrow because we'll talk about the critics review and the audience review score Mm -hmm. for me the biggest issue comes down to the fact that i think that it's going to get a lot of unfair 
Um, it's going to get a lot of unfair reviews in the sense that people have that superhero movie exhaustion already. Mm -hmm. And I can tell because uh, and Andy doesn't like it that I say this, but I use her as like a ruler, a measurement in terms of like how well a movie does. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't like a movie, her body language will say a lot of it. And I know that she's uncomfortable watching it or just bored out of her mind with it. Mm -hmm. By the time we were out with this movie, she said that she's kind of like, I'm already confused because there's so many pieces that are moving around all over the place. What do I need to keep up with? I'm just tired of it. I just want to know what's happening. That's what we're getting to. Oh, I just thought of that. What? Yeah, this movie's just Tron. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all this movie is. It's just Tron. It's Tron, but it's Tron with like, with trying to, it's Tron trying to figure out how to get pieces from its past to kind of make sense. And this movie didn't do it. And I think that a lot of the fans, a lot of the people that are still with the MCU are trying to make this movie work because they don't want these movies to die out. The MCU is still good. It's still a thriving business. Superhero yeah. movies still exist. They're still going to be good, right? I don't think it's Eternals tier simply because Eternals was trying to tell a novella style kind of storyline that was more dialogue than action. Mm -hmm. And that's completely forgettable. I'm still on the pro point that event that Eternals could have been good as a Disney Plus show. Sure, I believe that. Ooh. Give them more. Give that way you could have given them more time. Given yeah. them all time. Given yeah. them a lot more length and get, and grow these characters. I feel like Eternals would have been a better Disney Plus show. Yeah, but to say that this movie is on par with something like Wakanda Forever or Eternals or stuff like that, I, I think actually, this movie. I actually think that it's. I don't like Wakanda Forever all that much. It's better. I would say that this movie is a little more yeah. enjoyable than Wakanda Forever. Definitely. I yeah. think this is honestly a better, one of Marvel's better projects since Endgame. Because that was the other thing. I showed it to Monica as well, and she was like, how she, How did you like Wakanda Forever? And I go, Wakanda Forever, you feel its length. Yeah. You can really start mm -hmm. feeling its length. And by the time that she got to Telecom, she was like, how long is this movie? Yeah. And then you see yeah. that it's another hour. And I was like, mm -hmm. we still have another hour. And she goes, you're right. I can really, st I'm really starting to feel the length. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where the, where it goes, where everything else goes. But that also, there's been so many different projects where nothing connects. There's nothing that's mm -hmm. overlaying. There's nothing that's there that gets me excited for the next project. I mean, except for Loki, I guess. Yeah, but now yeah. there's a lot of pressure on Loki because Loki has to knock it out of the ballpark. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not only that, but now Loki has the added pressure of being a good show on its own. Somewhat. But also trying to connect storylines and trying to build this universe that is Phase 5 and Phase 6. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. it, it's got those responsibilities. What were you going to say? This uh, is our last thought because we got to wrap up. Yeah, because I think also uh, Guardians. People are looking forward to Guardians regardless of how it connects. Well, Guardians but, is a James Gunn property, and James yeah. Gunn's been killing it in the market so far. So, yeah. Well, anyway, what was your point? Yeah, but he's saying Loki has to knock it out of the park, but I think Guardians is too. <laughs> Regardless of whether it's connecting to our, our storyline yet. Well, as of right now, I'm looking forward to seeing Guardians because Guardians, I do feel that James Gunn did take that leap because it does sound like either the roster, this is the, this is the end of this roster. This <laughs> roster is, yeah. is not going to be I don't buy bad. that though. Mm. Whether they die or they leave, yeah. Because even um, Dave Batista said he's done. We he's know done. he's done. He's done. We're telling the story of Rocket. Yeah. So whenever we tell a story about somebody, that usually means you know, hey, they're pretty much on the chopping block. No, yeah. uh, we've already seen inside of footage. You know, Quill is either hurt or wounded or something when they're no. carrying him in. So 
that's why I'm saying this roster of, you know, of the Guardians is probably done. We're not going to get the same roster in another movie. Mm-hmm. So I, but I do feel that James Gunn is willing to take those risks. You know, I think be- we'll get them in the Avengers. Depending but not if the they same roster. Not the yeah. same roster. Not I think we'll get. Roster. I think we'll get the Guardians, but it's going to be somebody. It's going to be a different team. Yeah. I think there'll be variants of these characters. I think it's mm. going to be Warlock leading. I don't because these are the money making guardians. These are the household names now. Feige, Feige knows he needs the household names on board for Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. But James Gunn is also infamous for like not allowing other people to work on his properties. It's true. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's Feige's word over James Gunn's word. True. But, but also it depends on their contracts. Yeah. Because well, Dave Batista has already said, he goes... Is my last one. We got to wrap this yeah. show up so we can agree to disagree. And I'm just going to say, no! <laughs> we can agree and disagree and just simply say that it could be either go either way, right? But yeah, the evidence yeah. shows one more than the other. Yeah, That's yeah. all it is, right? So that about does it for this issue of Keeping Up with the Nerds. Hopefully, we were as informative as we were. What? Why do you shake no? No, go ahead. <laughs> Finish your thought, Brian, you before you have to get back to editing. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you guys want more information about us, you guys can find us at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow us on our socials. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe there. Let us know what you guys think because we got a lot of more projects to work on, especially keep your eyes out for the Valentine's Day video, which is late because of the editing. Ugh, my God. It's so terrible. Whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to follow us on an audio platform so you guys don't pull a nick and you know watch the videos as you guys are driving, uh, follow us on our podcast where oh. you, you you guys can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Don't throw him under the podcast. bus. He's going to get a Dude, he sold now. himself out so many times already. It's over, right? Yeah, that's okay if he does. I don't watch YouTube. I watch Hulu. Okay, well. <laughs> 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 With that said, can we wrap up this issue, please? No, let's go for another hour. No, no I'm just good. kidding. <laughs> this has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 136. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian. Renee. And Adam. Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.